Welcome to Next Up with NextGen, the podcast bringing you insights and perspectives from the next generation of leaders in the American Council of the Blind. Brought to you by ACB Next Generation. Welcome to Next Up with NextGen. This is Michael Babcock with the Publications Committee, and on this episode, we are featuring a recording from a recent education event on mental health and the holidays. We have a great panel with us today to discuss this super important and relevant topic. So let's turn things over to Amanda Saum, president of NextGen. Amanda, over to you. We are so excited to um, be uh, coming at you with some fun tips and tricks for the holiday season and taking care of our mental health. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce my co-facilitator for the evening, William Belina, and then we will introduce our guests. Uh, thank you very much for having me, um, letting me be a part of this. Thank you. Thanks, William. We're so You're excited. To t- so tonight we have some special guests from the um, from ACB's Mental Health and Wellness committee and to introduce our guests for this evening i'm going to introduce the chair of the committee first miss pam shaw (laughs) hello and good evening wow what a pleasure and an honor it is to be here with all of you and also we are so excited because we've been able i think to work out a wonderful collaboration with acb next generation and we hope that we're bringing to you things that interest you I've got a partner in crime. Um, I'll be the Lone Ranger, and she can be Tonto. I like Westerns. <laughs> anyway, so, so to begin, and you can tell I get excited about this stuff. First of yeah. all, Lynn, would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, and I'm happy to play second fiddle tonight, but my name is Lynn Schneider, and you guys might know me from some podcasts. But um, I love this topic so much, and I really hope we can provide you guys with some take-home, just some wisdom, you know, a little wisdom. We don't have all the answers, but, you know, we think maybe we have some little helpful hints, I think. So thank you so much for inviting us. This is awesome. Hey, Lynn and everyone else, for the record, she is not second fiddle. She's the conductor of this orchestra tonight. I just fiddle around. Oh, now that's cute. Anyway, but before we really jump into things, we do have some things we want to share with you. Um, Some people would call them a disclaimer, but I think it's more to the point that we just understand where we're coming from a lot of this. Uh, Our committee actually works to identify areas of needed advocacy, surrounding mental well-being in our ACB community. And what we do, we present programs with the goal to educate on mental health and emotional well-being while actively fighting even the stigma surrounding living with a mental health um, condition or just having good mental health. Uh, We do not diagnose and we do not really give advice. Uh, we do not, this is, we are not professionals being here tonight. But what we are here to do, again, is to improve the quality of life 
relative to this topic um, with the quality of life for blind people and people with low vision. The other thing that we want to be clear about, we do not give any advice, okay, in the purest sense of the word. No therapy, we're not there to give medical, psychological, or even religious advice, advice rather, whatsoever. So we are here to share with you um, from our own life experiences, our strength, and also for some of us, our training. And so that's why we've come tonight, and we are really excited to be here. Linda, you want to open up with just a few, um, um, some a little bit short commentary on anything um, that's, that I've said thus far? You did a good introduction. Sure, yes. I think the main thing is, that and I think the main take home point that we hope everyone gets is that with planning and some thought and you know sort of an idea of what your expectations are going to be you can have at least a peaceful holiday um you can have the kind of holiday that you need i think if you start with your planning um what are your non-negotiables? What do you expect? How do you expect to be treated? Um, so these things that happen that you know are going to sort of try to steal your joy, so to speak, how are you going to handle those particular things? And I think it really yeah. helps to think about that before um, the holiday season, you know, and and that we make sure that we have our, our expectations are um, realistic. You know, if we're in a grief situation, maybe we're not going to have the best, happiest time. And thank you so much for that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. thank you. But thank we you. can, we can have, what kind of time do we want to have? You know, what do we need from this family gathering and how can we get it? Right. Thank you. We're going to go deeper mm -hmm. into all these things as our questions go along. Um, just mm -hmm. for the record, I want to make sure we're all starting at the same point. Uh, we have, if I'm understanding clearly, two fabulous facilitators, right? Yes. yes. And did you want to <laughs> Oh, you notice I said it at the same time. Go yeah. ahead, <laughs> Great minds think alike, right? <laughs> did you all want to, uh, Debbie Green is also on here from your committee, Pam. Did you want to introduce her briefly? Um, <laughs> well, there might be a, a number of people joining us from the committee this evening. Debbie mm -hmm. is our mm -hmm. um, vice chair. And what Debbie does, I always tease her because Debbie shows up for everything. So I consider her the amen corner and the step in when we mess up. So, oh, I love hi, it. Debbie. Hi, hi, Debbie. Hi, guys. Yep, Thanks I'm for here, coming. Here to help any way I can, for, for sure. Thank you so much. Just awesome. to kind of overview just to overview how we intend to present this tonight is that we do have some questions that have been submitted, very, very helpful ones, I think, from um, Next Generation, and they will guide us throughout our discussion. If we have it clearly, you guys, Amanda and William, be trading off on these questions, and what will happen, one of us will take the lead on the answer, and the answers, mm -hmm. and then what will happen is uh, the other one will still make commentary as appropriate. Also, uh, we're going to ask that our audience tonight would hold their questions till the end of the program. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And Amanda and William, I'll now turn it over to you. Awesome. So I'll get us started um, with our first question. Um, 
And uh, thank you for giving us the overview, Pam. I really appreciate it. So let's get right down to it. Let's, let's start tonight by talking about loneliness and sadness during the holidays. And some of the points that Vika Trussell, who helped me put together this outline, and I came up with so some of the specific questions that we wanted to touch on, you know, why are people experiencing loneliness and sadness during the holiday? That's the first question. And then the second question, oh, there's three. So let's start with that one. We'll break it down. If y'all want to give brief answers, that way we don't have any confusion. So let's start with why are people lonely during the holidays? Well, might I suggest that go ahead and read the ones that come under okay. that because sure. it's going to meld together. Okay. You know. Okay. Yep. Okay. There's three of them. That's okay. why. Um, I didn't want to overwhelm you. So that's the first no, one. No, 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 no. And then the second two are, what are some ways we can address these feelings? And then the last question is, what can we do to help our friends and family in these situations? Okay. Lynn, why don't you get started with that one? And I'll come in oh, sure. when you're finished. Yeah. I think that part of it is sort of setting real up. Uh, realistic expectations. I noticed that right now there's just, I call it the happy dance, right? Everybody, all the commercials are so up and everybody, you know, happy and things like that. And if you're not feeling that way, it can really be difficult because, you know, you're trying to match your mood with what, what you're thinking that your expectations are. And the reality is that during the holidays, then the holidays can be a really tough time if you feel like you're, you don't have connections um, that help you. And I would say one of the things that might help is to try to surround, try to have in your contacts lists of people that you can call and talk to um, during the, the holidays. Um, and even just being able to say, you know, how can I what can I do to bring myself closer to some, to people who um, can really validate my feelings and, and help me set, to get through the holidays as best as I can. And it means reaching out to your churches or your religious organizations and saying, you know, look, um, you know, how can I get some support? Um, things like, for example, of course, our community calls are helpful um, but I think, again, the planning part of it is so key. You know, how I know this is this is going to be a tough time for me. So what do I need? What do I need right now to feel um, celebrated, to feel whole, um, to feel at peace? What 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 are, what are my needs right now? And then to really kind of try to su su surround yourself with a team of people who can provide that for you, who can accept who you are, who can accept that you're not necessarily going to be happy all the time and just allow you and give you the space to really express how you're really feeling. And I think that's important to do for our friends too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the happy thing is just, it's hard. It's hard to fake that. And people that care about you will not make, will not force you to fake it. They will listen and accept that this is how you're feeling and that's okay. We don't have the answers, but we can talk about it and we can be there for each other. 
great. Then that sure mm-hmm. helped me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this, and one of the things that had occurred to me is that tonight, I think for all of us, as we approach the holidays, we need to be a bit more empowered about how we handle them. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I thought about is that we can make a decision. What will these holidays be like for us? to really kind of take control of all of this because sometimes we can buy into something because that's what people think when it's really not us. So maybe even in your thinking about how you're going to handle the holidays might be some of that, what am I going to do? How am I going to get through? What is this mm-hmm. going to be like for me? Because one of the things that goes along with the, the um, loneliness, and then I think you would agree with this, is isolation. Absolutely. You know, people take loneliness and then they become isolated. So they do the opposite. They kind of stay away from people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the question that interested me, all of them did, actually. But why are people sort of experiencing this? And I think, Lynn, really, you brought it out really well about what's kind of going on with us. You know, other people's expectations, Mm -hmm. um, our expectations, failures to even plan when everything is happening. And and I think that, again, addressing it from a vantage point of um, empowerment, I'm going to decide what these holidays are going to be like for me and how will I live it out. And then thank goodness for question three because we it's not just all about us. We have people around us who are struggling. And so taking some of the strategies that um, Lynn just mentioned and sharing them, with some other people, I think is really a critical element of how we get through all of this. And so just thinking about it, I'm going to make that decision. I'm going to make that. Yeah, we all have some obligations, by the way, that for lack of better language, we can't get out of. Mm -hmm. But in general, we can make the decisions. Thanks so much for that um, section on loneliness and sadness, because I think it's really, really critical. Thank you Mm -hmm. for asking that topic. So, so what are some of your favorite techniques for managing stress? That's your first question. Mm-hmm. And then how do you recommend those of us, um, how, how do you recommend us to, to deal, the, the, those of us, hold on, let me read my own handwriting here. How do you, <laughs> how do you recommend those of us who, uh, who are dealing with um, and striving for perfection, um, perfectionism during the holidays? How, you know, how do you recommend we deal with our preparation? Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll do num- I'll do that one, Lynn, since you led on the last one, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, here we go with stress management and perfectionism. They have a tendency to go together mm-hmm. because sometimes for those of us, and I said us meaning me too, who are perfectionists, we will tend to believe in almost a fairy tale like existence where everything goes right there's never any problems i call it the cinderella syndrome you know everything just turns out at the end and it's very beautiful and if you want to have some fun watch those hallmark christmas movies you know things like that but the reality is it doesn't work that way okay by the way somebody um told me this did you know that um that, that stressed with the ED on the end is desserts spelled backwards. 
Had you ever heard that before, Amanda? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> okay. mm -hmm. So that's supposed to make us feel better. But when we first begin, we have to ask ourselves, what really is stress? And it's when we're trying to balance our own expectations against the reality of life, mm -hmm. it leads to stress. It really, yep. really does. So we have the ability to do several things. We are empowered. We want to empower you tonight to do several things yourself. Number one, and I, I say this, I don't have um, like old people wisdom language because this is what my nieces and nephews who are younger often say to me. We've got to, quote, unquote, chill out. Mm -hmm. We've got to relax. We've got to slow it down. We've got to think before we speak or act, okay, we've got to learn that strategy of just chilling out, just taking even um, a mental break from all of that. And in doing that, we can ask ourselves the questions, what is real and what is unreasonable? What am I really putting on myself? Because even perfectionism comes from setting um, unrealistic standards or even goals that are not achievable. And so we will run around backwards. The holidays, if you think about even that word holy day, holidays, when you think of it, you think about holy days, and not necessarily in a religious sense, but it's supposed to be a time of calm and rest and peace. But in the, the world we live in today, we are running around. We have calendars that we cannot keep. One of the other things is, especially for those of you who are parents of young children, you're trying to meet their needs and the needs of your husband or your partner, whomever, that we're constantly trying to meet other people's needs. One of the things to think about is your calendar. You can have a stress-filled calendar. Look at all the things you're supposed to do during the holidays. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said, you got the chapter party, and then you have all these other kinds of things. You have uh, whatever your religious affiliation is, if any. They're all having events. You, those of you who work in a traditional employment setting, when I wasn't doing that, but I sure do remember that there were a lot of parties, and in my job, believe it or not, you were expected to show up for these parties, and you're going, how am I going to make it? Take control of yourself. Take control of your calendar. Take control of your mind. Here's another one. Take control of yourself physically, okay, because your physical mm -hmm. body can only handle but so much of this kind of thing. And if you, and you do that again, and going back, you'll hear this word again, again, and again, but remember that you can even develop a plan, a written plan. And I really do encourage people to write it down because thoughts go out the window on how you're going to take control of the situation, whatever. Third point that I want, and then I'll turn it over to um, Lynn for a couple comments, is that the reality is, that it doesn't have to be a perfect holiday season to be a great holiday season. Mm -hmm. It just has to be the one that you enjoyed and one that you feel you got out of what you need. And you can take a break. Somebody asked me about this. You can take a break during the holiday season. You know, <laughs> it doesn't mm -hmm. have to go nonstop. And so enjoy yourself. Um, realize that you are, you're not perfect, but you're still wonderful and have a good time. Lynn, any comments? Yeah, real quick, I just wanted to say that um, one of the things that 
I think is really important is to try not to do it on your own. If you're whatever it is that you feel is too much of a burden, even if it's shopping or, you know, finding the right gift or whatever, have a team around you, have people around you who are going to, you know, sort of help carry the burden. Right. Um, I know this year for the family dinner, my sister said, you know what? I'm about ready to have a knee replacement. I am older and I want everybody to bring something because I just can't do it. I can't mm -hmm. cook everything. And that's hard, I think, for us, for some of us, right? The ones we're very independent. We want to be seen as being independent. But again, it's that expectations and reality. And if they don't match, that's where we get into trouble. And so mm -hmm. I think we have to say, you know, how can I, how can I delegate or how can I get people to work with me? You know, the hold the on, Miss Lynn. I, I'm going to pop you up a little bit. Excuse yeah. me. You are fantastic because you're already into the next topic. Okay. Mm -hmm. So can I suggest that we go ahead and let one of our facilitators read it and then you keep going? Sure, absolutely. Teamwork okay. makes the dream work. Because awesome. you were doing so good, I didn't want to have to say, you're going to have to repeat all that. Yeah, okay. no, that's, this is great. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go ahead and take the, the next one, which is time management. How did you all know? <laughs> all right, so here are your questions for time management, ladies. All right, how can we, how can we efficiently plan ahead for tasks like meal prep, holiday shopping, decorating, you know, the traditional family events, you know, all those things we do. That's your first one. And then how can we, because he's on here and I, I had to put this in there just because he's a next gen member for Gregory over there, triple G, Greg Wansnyder. Um, how can we balance holiday responsibilities with self care? Because he's our self-care guy. Take it away, Lynn. <laughs> and I think that when it comes to time management, it really is helpful if you can start early, as early as possible, so that you're not having to do things all at the last minute. And trust me, I am that way. I'm wait till the last minute. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, I've got to go out there. I've got to get somebody to go out there and that crazy out, you know, or is my, is my, you know, shopping gift going to get here in time? You know, so yeah, the earlier you can start, um, I think it helps because you can take things in small steps instead of feeling like you have to do everything. And sometimes it helps if you can break things down into steps, you know, like even like a little outline, like what do I need for decorating? You know, what do I need for meal prep? And sort of, um, you know, again, having a strategy of just sort of writing it down. And that way you sort of have a, a, maybe a checklist. I'm a, I'm a big checklist person. You can make checklists in your phone. Um, and this way you sort of, you, you don't miss anything or, you know, you don't feel like, oh my gosh, there's a detail that I missed. It's the last minute, <laughs> you know, um, and then, of course, there are things that are time sensitive that have to be done right away. But also when we talk about self-care, I think sometimes it's OK to say, you know what? I'm going to be busy Wednesday afternoon. 
tell everybody, look, I'm busy Wednesday afternoon. You don't have to tell them what you're busy doing. You can be busy binge watching Star Trek on Netflix. You can be busy taking a bath. You can be busy doing whatever. And people don't have to know why, but it, it's like, I need some time. And I've blocked off this time for my self-care. And I think um, that's, a, that's something that is sort of really important. I know I was a medical transcriptionist for years and we, around the holidays, we would get patients in the emergency room that were not taking care of their diabetes. They weren't eating right. So their blood sugar wasn't right. Um, you know, they weren't getting enough sleep. So these, it's tough. I mean, I'm not saying this is easy. It's not easy, but self-care means respecting yourself. And, um, you know, I always say that, that, that speech that the airline gives, right? You got to put your own oxygen on fast first. If there's an emergency, you have to put your own mask on first. And there's a reason for that because you're not any good to anybody else when you're falling apart. So yeah, self-care is not selfish. It's what you need. So, you know, I, I don't, that's about the best I could do with, it's tough, but you know, again, breaking things down, starting early, and remembering that you have a right to self-care. You have a right to sleep. You have a right to eat right. Um, and you have a right to have a little time to yourself. Um, you know, one of the things I was, was thinking about comes from question number two. And there's a kind of a key word there that I really, really liked. And it was the use of the word balance, mm -hmm. that no one thing should take over on the holidays. There needs to be balance of the various components of what you're talking about. So if you're going to talk about, okay, how am I going to plan meal prep? Now, if you are somebody who participates in, in some type of religious service on a Sunday morning, Trying to do meal prep on Sunday morning is not going to work for no. you. Believe me, I tried it. I came up with all these strategies, you know, put this on, and you know how you do one of those set it and forget it kind of things. Uh, mm -hmm. Mine didn't work and something spilled over. So, you, you know, so you got to really balance this stuff and see what really. Um, this year, what I'm, one of the things that I am doing, uh, rather than doing decorating myself, the, so don't tell anybody because I haven't told them yet. I've invited some people over, and what we're going to do is decorate my house and the tree, okay? I'm going to mm -hmm. give them some food, you know, and something to drink. But I decided Girl. to get some help this year. Yep, mm -hmm. and there, there are people that love doing that. They really do. It's not a burden for them. They love it. Well, oh. I don't know whether they love it or not, but they said they're coming. <laughs> so I'll just yell surprise, you know, or something like that. But I'll talk to them before they come because we really want to work together. But it's that balance that you can bring into the discussion. Another thing to think about this, even before the holidays, but for your, all your days of your life, it should be self-care every day. Something should be happening for you, self-care, every day. And so when the holidays come, yeah, you may have to change your routine a little bit, but you're used to practicing self-care. So it's something that's not something new or different, or you're just trying it during the holidays. And I don't initiate many things in the holidays. I like to keep going with what 
I am doing. So for me, getting up at a certain time in the morning, doing certain things, again, you don't have to be overly regulated, but you do have to take care by having the practice of doing. And then what the holidays become is an extension, really, of how you live. Um, I do meal prep on the weekends. You know, that's just something that I have found that has worked for me. Yours may be a weekday, you know, that kind of thing. Because each of you, especially those of you in in the next generation, and one of the things we said is that we're doing similar um, topics uh, through the holidays. We've been requested by our community to do it. But each one is different because we customize it to the population. And, again, it's not just the things for the holidays that you have to do for yourself, but think about some of the things you have to do for your children. You know, their holiday parties, whether you're going to be doing the cupcakes this year or something like that. And I also thought about how um, this is a weird way to describe it to you, but I cared for my mom for six years while she was going through dementia. And she went to a day program. And so what I was doing was doing the gifts for the staff of the daycare program. I don't know how my mother did that when we were growing up. I had never, well, you all do know it because you do it, because you might have the Girl Scout leader and the Sunday school teacher and this one and that one. And I had the dance therapist and the physical therapist. And I ended up with like 15 gifts, although I made them pretty much all the same. But sometimes we have to figure out some strategies. And as um, Lynn was saying, you know, asking people, having that team, you'd be surprised how many people say, hey, me too. Me too. So I learned that lesson even though it was a different um, season and a different population. But I, and there were six of us. I don't know how my mom got those gifts together, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> because all of us had our teachers. You know the drill. And so, again, make self-care part of your lifestyle and then extend it into the holiday seasons, season so that you don't lose what you do. Thank you. That ends oh. my stuff. Oh, thank you, Pam. I love it. And I love what you said about having people come help you decorate your house. You know, we do that um, for my grandma. Um, oh. we, 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 we do that for my grandma because, you know, she's not able to get up on the ladder to, you know, mm-hmm. put things up high. So if you, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you um, know someone um you know, who really needs that assistance. I mean, you can most definitely, definitely help out with that. And you all, I just lost my outline. Um, That's okay. We're cool because we have it too. So if you ever need Mm -hmm. us, but you know, Mm -hmm. one thing, Amanda, that you made me think of too, and I don't know how I didn't think about this, but sure, go ahead. I am, I admit, I confess, I'm starting to move more into online shopping. You know, it's not yep. for every gift because some I need to go, I, I don't know, I just want to touch it, you, you know, that kind of thing. But I'm finding mm-hmm. that for some of these things, it's just as easy um, to do it online. So that's something that I've graduated to, but it's helping, believe me. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. All right. I love this one. Are y'all ready for this? We're going to talk about drama. <laughs> Let's talk about drama-free holiday. That's what I need to talk about right now because my family is just like, I don't know what their deal is, but drama-free. I need some drama-free holidays, and that might mean you're taking a vacation. I don't know what these two ladies are going to tell you. Yes. Right. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. So, 
What are some suggestions or strategies for eliminating drama and managing conflicts during the holidays? It's the first question. And then how can we focus on positive interactions and experiences? Yes. For me or you, Lynn? I can't remember. I can't remember. I think it's Pam. I think it's I Pam. Think that, I think it's Pam. <laughs> okay. You know, mm-hmm. Amanda picked this one specifically for me. <laughs> you, you know, this is very interesting to talk about um, this particular topic because it's not mm-hmm. something we always do talk about, but this whole idea of um, family drama. And like many people, my family has drama all year long. So the holidays, to some degree, heighten it. But, you know, it's just certain people in your family, none of us are perfect, okay, mm-hmm. but this just tend to behave a certain way. And if there's going to be some drama, they're usually in it, dependent on the type of drama that right. it is. But the other thing for, for us to remember is that during the holidays, we also, just as we started out with, we become a little more sensitive on some issues, You know, things that have troubled us, things that challenge us, things that get on our last nerve when it comes to dealing with certain people. And by the way, we love them, okay? It's Mm -hmm. just that they can be a challenge to even deal with. So sometimes, you know, just think about what you mean when you say family drama. And you sort of outlined it a bit in this question because um, sometimes part of that is the whole idea of elimination of some things and managing managing the conflicts or the things that you know will get on your nerves during the holiday. One that uh, Lynn and I talked about this morning was um, because we are uh, blind people, so one of the things uh, that I will give you here and then I'll give you an example. One suggestion is know your limits, okay? Mm-hmm. Know how much you can take know how much you can stand, and know how much you want to be bothered. So the one that we sort of used this morning, my family gets on my case and they say, why is it that when there's a family gathering, instead of you calling us for a ride, you know we'll pick you up, we'll know, you know we'll take you home, why do you take paratransit? Okay, because I know my limits. I can mm-hmm. only tolerate certain gatherings for a certain period of time. And I know when there's a time for me to go. Now, sometimes paratransit is late, okay, but I schedule my rides during that time. Now, there might be a situation where I will ride with a family member because part of my struggle is if I don't have a ride, I can't go home until they're ready, Mm -hmm. even though I may want to get out of it. I may be bored. I may not be feeling well. I may want to get home to the Eagles, fly, Eagles, fly, game, okay, or something like that. Although usually on Christmas, I think it's basketball games or something like that. But, you know, that's one big thing that you can do. Know yourself. Know your limits. Maybe, um, especially if you can, you can just drop in for a little while, deliver the gifts and, you know, keep it moving. Or maybe you won't participate in certain discussions like the who's going to bring what. You know, that's Mm -hmm. often – a big one in our family, or, you know, you got a situation where somebody said, but you know I was going to make that cake, or that's what I didn't know what you were going to make. But, you know, again, make a, and here again, you are empowered to make the decision. You don't have to get involved in all of that, okay? Um, 
certain family members call you or certain other people call you. You know how they are. You know what they're going to do. And, hey, sometimes that's when my doorbell all of a sudden rings, okay, or something like that. Because, again, you're going to have to be self-protective during this time because that's an extra stressor, and it's not an easy one. And here's another thing I want you to think about, too. Consider your own thoughts. Consider, like we said earlier, how do you think about these things? You know, for me, a lot of um, family stuff revolves around getting to hang out with my nieces and nephews. So I'll go down where they're playing video games and stuff like that and just be down there instead of hanging out, you know, with the adults. But here's the other thing, too, and I used it earlier. Chill out and chill out. And here's another one. I was going to save it to the end, but it's important. Make a decision to have fun. Okay, you can make a decision to have fun with all of this. And so just just go ahead. You know, my sister called me with November for what I'm going to bring for Christmas dinner. I have no idea. So I finally just told her, you know what, it's something you never tasted before, and it's a surprise. <laughs> She's still asking me, by the way, what it's going to be. But um, that's kind of how it goes. Lynn, your comments. Yeah, so my favorite thing that I have in my research and in my own experience is you have to learn to be a topic switching ninja. So in other words, there's always somebody that tries to drag you into a conversation or something that you kind of don't want to be in. You know what I mean? You, you sort of find yourself like, Oh no, this is no, we're not talking about this right now. Politics, whatever. And I think one of the strategies that I find helpful myself is to try is to learn how to gently but firmly change the topic. So, you know, one way is to say, um, you know, somebody starts and you'll say, yeah, this, this, I know this is a really complicated situation. You know, this, the politics right now, it's a really, really complicated situation. But you know what, Uncle Uncle Fred, I heard that you were in a fishing tournament last week. Um, or I heard that you and Aunt Helen were uh, went on a cruise. How was that cruise? Did you like it? I always thought about going, you see what I'm saying? So you're sort of going in there and you're saying, I don't like the direction this is going and I'm going to turn it or I'm going to, you know, sort of put the kibosh on this. You got to have your kibosh with you. I don't know what a kibosh is, but... You want to have one because you're going to say, I'm not going to talk about this right now. This is, you, you know, you can be direct and say, you know, I just really don't feel like talking about this right now. But sometimes you can just be like that subtle changing of the topic. <laughs> um, and then if people and, and, and people should get the message. And if they don't get the message, then you have to physically get up and you have to go to another place in the house. And you have a right to do that as well. You, you know, uh, thank you for that. Because one of my struggles, though, you know, people have this belief that I so wholeheartedly disagree with. Okay. I love talking about politics and religion. I really yeah. do. Yeah. I enjoy the topic. The struggle is some people, they get so passionate and excited. <laughs> you know what they're saying? They lose yeah. it. But even with that, I find there are ways you could talk about the same topic, but talk about it differently. So lots of mine has to do with controlling myself is not to be so aggressive and so passionate that I insult somebody. 
because I really didn't mean to do that. I just right. meant and to say what I wanted to say. Yes, but and that's so and I think that's where about. that topic switching comes into play. Where or mm. I, what another thing I like to do is people love to talk about themselves. So you know, sometimes it helps to, when people start talking about something to ask them questions. You know, pretend like you're a journalist and you're. You know, you're saying, wow, that's an interesting way to look at it. And, and what if, mm-hmm. and, you know, how did you come to that? In other words, if you don't want to change mm-hmm. the topic, you can change the tone of the topic. Good point. So it doesn't get ugly. Oh, mm-hmm. And what a great skill to develop. I find that there's no better skill in this whole mm-hmm. world to develop is the ability to listen. Yep. Because you listen to people. And they're talking about something in a way that's a challenge. It gives you the information that you need to, to change it. And like you said, um, we call that um, sometimes, well, I won't say that, that we sometimes have to change the picture. You, you know, yep. we have to change the atmosphere. You have to so change to the tone. So if somebody's going with something and you want to move to another topic, um, because, you know, my sister said to me one time, Pam, I know we're, you're trying to change the topic, but we're not going there. <laughs> so I just said to her, she got me. She really did get me. So I said to her, I said, okay, tell me something funny that happened. You, right, you know what I'm right, saying? right, and right. So I kind of moved. But she, I can't believe she said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> or the, or oh. another thing is, tell me more about that. Or yeah, oh, help me understand that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you, you know? And again, what, know what? your limits. Yeah, that's right. Well, know your limits. I okay. I see another Kristen. Write this down. I see another education event with Lynn coming back and Pam, if she would like, she on would. how to change the topic. Because I feel how like, to change the topic. Yep. Like like yeah. you know how to how to you know navigate around arguments at family functions or you know whatever. Yeah. Uh, because I hope my husband's listening because he, he is. <laughs> You just remember, Matt is my buddy, okay? Matt is my boy, okay? I hope he's listening because this, this what he, if, if he could learn how to do this, he would blow my, his in-laws away. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. All right. But you so know, might, might I just add this to you for something for you to think about food for thought? Sure. Because what may be more the topic is conflict resolution. Okay, that's often another thing that we're talking about in there. Okay, because often when we're feeling the need to change the topic, what's really going on? And the key is to understand, here we go, back to your limits. You know, Mm -hmm. it's okay to have some things that get on your nerves, okay, or that are not easy for you to live with because, and I know this is hard, especially for somebody like me, we don't really control other people, but we can control ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And so, good point, good point. We'll be doing some more on that, too. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. What are some best practices for creating lasting and positive holiday memories, lasting and positive memories during the holidays? So that's the first question. And then the second question was, how can we simply embrace joy and treasure those important those important and meaningful moments during the holidays. Yeah. Um, I am a crafter. So one of the things that we talk about in the Friday craft group um, that I help facilitate is the idea of putting together a family recipe book. 
um, this is, you know, um, before you have to, you have to give this a little bit of time, but ask people to submit their favorite holiday recipes, all those recipes that, you know, when grandmom, when something happens to grandmom, how are we going to make the rice pudding? You know, and, and, and you can make it, um, nowadays it's, it's not that expensive. Um, and you can make, you know, design a cover that looks pretty or that looks, you know, appropriate for the holiday. And then, um, another thing that we talked about in the craft group is, is not only having a recipe, but having a story attached to that recipe. Um, in, and, you know, having it in a book and, and distributing it to everyone. That's, that's an awesome way when you give somebody pass somebody down a recipe that is really, you know, a special thing. Stories, um, you know, you could ask for people's uh, funny Christmas stories or holiday stories, I should say. And um, you could even have everybody record it like on the on a, a machine or an answering machine or something. Um, or write it, you know, and like distribute it to people so that, I mean, or have everybody tell a story, a funny Christmas story, um, holiday story. And, um, you know, I, I think that's, and how Christmas was like in the older, you know, the older people love talking about that stuff, you know? And um, so even making a recording of stories and things like that to share with people that you could put like on a thumb drive or something. Yeah. These are just ways that you can do that. Um, and I guess that's what I have. I don't know. If oh, okay. Sure. Has okay. No, <laughs> sure. No problem. You know me, I'm always available to rub my mouth. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> so so a couple things to think about as we're thinking about memories and what as as Lynn was saying, you know, what do we want these memories to really do for us? And sometimes mm -hmm. these memories um can lift us out you know, we started talking about loneliness and isolation and grief and things like that. Sometimes having the memories can lift you up to where you are today. So, mm -hmm. for example, looking at last year's can bring you up to, hey, you know, that's, that was great and that was interesting. Also because every time, every year we get together for a holiday celebration, it's the possibility that next year somebody won't be there, you know, for whatever mm -hmm. reason. And so sometimes just having those memories there. So use last year's to help this year's along. That's one of the practices that you can do. Something Lynn said, and I just want to add this to you if you don't have it down there, even if you make it by yourself, do your own video or audio. Um, yep. The videos tend to, I'm the only person who's blind in my family, but the videos really tend to help the family. Actually being able to see it and what it looked like, and one of the things they talk a lot about is how differently the kids look this year. You know, my, mm -hmm. how they've grown in a year. And so you have those kinds of things. That's another practice. And also, it can be a great place to start and deal with the con um, conversations. Using the memories can also contribute to minimizing family drama because people get so excited and enjoy so much fun in seeing them. And then the second question, it said, how to simply embrace joy and treasure um, these important, uh, meaningful uh,
what's the next word? Meaningful moments during the mm-hmm. holiday. You know, I think the best thing you can do, one of the things that I like about the holidays is that it starts with Thanksgiving. And one of the ways to embrace, embrace, embrace the joy is gratitude. Being grateful for that little things mean a lot, that for whatever it is, when you stand there and think about how blessed I am or whatever your language is, how fortunate I am, how privileged I am, it will change you and it will change the atmosphere around you. Now, I'm one of these persons who believes in starting every day with gratitude. It's just a way to help. And so if your calendar says, okay, I got to go to the mall to get this, then when I leave to the mall, I got to go pick this up. I got to go to the dry cleaners. Adding some gratitude into that mix will help mm-hmm. you. So the principle of gratitude is very, very critical, very critical for us to find joy, okay, and for for us to find joy in ourselves, joy in our others, and you know what, even some joy in the world around us, because even as upsetting as some things are, we still have a lot to be grateful for. So I think introducing gratitude as one of the main ingredients of your holiday season will help a lot. That ends my commentary on <laughs> memories. Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said about, like, doing your own videos and your own audio. Mm-hmm. I like that because, you know, sometimes things get really visual. And I feel like this is a whole other topic that we have already discussed, I feel like, in another event. Yeah, I feel like we kind of get left behind a little bit. And our families, you know, if we're the only one, if we're the odd ones out, the only ones that are blind or, you know, visually Mm -hmm. impaired. So, Mm -hmm. definitely. And sometimes people think because we are blind or because you know, we have low vision or visually impaired, that we can't appreciate a photo. You you know what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say? But I can appreciate a photo um, with a description, you you know, something like that, to help me understand um, what's going on. Although, as I said, they described one photo of me, and I said, that wasn't me. I don't believe you. You made it up. (laughs) But but I think we do. I, I think, you know, we do. I have photos. Yeah. Uh, um, Amanda, if you want to, uh, maybe Lynn could make some final comments and then I'll make mine. We'll be yes. here so that we so, can close on time. Yeah. So that um, j- just, nev- just so y'all know, um, uh, just the conclusion, you know, if you have any final words of encouragement, any tips, and if you all would like to, you know, make any announcements about your upcoming calls with anything that is being sponsored by the ACB Mental Health and Wellness Committee. Okay. Okay. All right. Then you want to so, go first and then I'll follow Sure. Up. Okay. Just in conclusion, I would say um, one thing we, we didn't touch on, I thought if you're, if you're somebody that doesn't have the budget to really buy gifts and you're feeling uncomfortable about, about that, Remember that you can always do something for someone. If um, like my sister and I, she cuts my hair for me. So, you know, sometimes like that, or you can go in on a gift with someone else. So if you know that somebody is buying a big gift for somebody, you can go in on that and have your name on the card as well. That helps so that you don't have to, you know, that's one less gift you have to shop for. And also, um, it, it allows you to actually participate in, you know, the gift buying things. Um, self-soothing. 
think of a song um, that you can sing that is calming, mantras, something that you repeat to yourself or, you know, you could call them prayers or whatever. Um, let's see. Having a little mm -hmm. bit of essential oil, put a little drop of essential oil on your wrist. And then if you're feeling stressed, you know, give it a sniff, right? It kind of helps you that olfactory. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, trying to think of some other thing. Find a, if you know where you're going, find a quiet place. If you, you know, sometimes even going into the bathroom, if you're feeling a little sensory overload, just stay in the bathroom for a few seconds or a few minutes and just take some deep breaths and kind of reboot your sensory system, right? Um, find out who your allies are. Who are the people there that can make sure that you get up and move or um, maybe get outside, things of that nature. Move around, okay? Try to move around. Don't be sitting in one spot. That's not good. Um, Thanks. Lynn. And and Thanks. one more last thing. There are okay. people that are toxic and they're too toxic. And so you need to you have a right to avoid these people. Um, and in your self-respect and your self-care, you may need to avoid certain people because they are too toxic. Thank you. Just um, thanks, Lynn, so much for those comments. Just so to remind everyone that uh, we don't really give advice. We can give you strategies. If you are going to do certain things, uh, use certain products or anything like that, please connect with your healthcare professional so that if you know it would have any allergies or an adverse effect on you, um, you would, um, you know, do that. Relative yeah. to our committee, we are actually involved in a series called Thriving Through the Holidays. Not just surviving, but thriving. And our own Debbie Green is handling that. We've already done session one, which was actually on planning. And we have two more to go. They will be this month in December and one in January. So please um, check the community calendar for them. My last comment is just a reminder of seven areas that you want to make sure get addressed during the holiday season. One is activity. Not too much and not too little, but do get some exercise. Another one is nutrition. Be careful because you want to nourish your body with healthy foods, and you also want to nourish your mind with healthy, healthy thoughts. The third one is sleep. Please remember that as important as all the things are we need to do and we want to do, you must get some rest during the holidays. Number four, pay attention to your social relationships. Don't get so busy that you don't have time to have those chats and those fun moments with your friend. For those of you who are married, please remember to give attention to your marriage because so many things can get lost in the sauce, as they say. The other one is stress. Know your limits. Shut it down when it needs to be shut down, but feel empowered to manage yourself. And number six is watch some of the types of substances that you put in your body. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and they can be as simple as some families have a family tradition of making the family eggnog. Okay, and that can be a little too strong for you. <laughs> or at many of the parties, some things are served that may not be for you, or you have to determine how much you want that to impact you. And I think agreeing to follow these um, 
Six principles, you will have a healthy and happy holiday season. On behalf of the committee, we do hope that we have shared some things with you that you found interesting, informative, and doable. And as I often say to um, Amanda, Cassie is also, Cassie Trosper is a member of our committee. And believe me, you all know her and so know how she is. But we are here for you. So let us know how we can be of service and we will come and do it. So again, thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you, William. And um, I'm forgetting people, but everybody did a good job for us. And thanks for all of your patience. Again, we are here to serve. So having said that, I'll turn it back over to you, Amanda. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here with us. It's just been wonderful to chat with you all. And I, Pam, I just, so glad you brought up questions about our favorite holiday traditions and the things we <laughs> love to eat. Just you know, it, it's it's just wonderful to reminisce and feel the the joy. And I just so appreciative of you for that because I know that this is not an easy time of the of the year for a lot of people. And you know, I I just appreciate yours and Lynn's uh, wisdom tonight. And I know everybody else that was here. Uh, with us and that will listen to this later on on the recording and in our podcast I know they will appreciate all of the advice and or not advice all of the tips that you shared with us this evening so thank you both for being here thank you to ACB's mental health and wellness committee thank you to Kristen for being our zoom host and yay uh, <laughs> yes thanks out guys to I'm going to say uh, just a quick thank you to Vika for helping put together this outline. Of course. So everybody did a wonderful job this evening. This was a great program, and I really hope that everyone enjoyed it. So, all right. Have a peaceful and happy holiday. Happy holidays. Bye, everybody. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. If you want to know more about ACB Next Generation and the work we are doing to empower the next generation of leaders in ACB, visit our website at acbnextgeneration.org.